0: You are about to listen to another episode of That Sports Guy's podcast hosted by Craig Forrestal. Find Craig on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy. The That Sports Guys podcast is proudly featured by NFL Draft Diamonds, your draft coverage king. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some football talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of That Sports Guy's podcast. I am Craig Forrestal. You might know me from Twitter as at that underscore sports underscore guy. But today I have with me former Appalachian State defensive back Shamar Jean-Charles. Shamar, what's going on with you?
1: How you doing? How you doing?
0: Things good on this part. Hey, same over here. I'm excited to spend a couple minutes with you and getting to know a little bit about you. So first things first, Shamar. You're from Miramar. What's it like growing up in Broward County?
1: Uh, Man, it's definitely hot compared to a lot of different places around the country. Uh, But I mean, it was fun uh, being around growing up. You know, football is real big from starting around Little League, going all the way up to college, you know, Uh, love football down in that area. Uh, You know, growing up, just being around, you know, the best athletes in the world, in my opinion. You know, just being surrounded by a bunch of competitive guys at every level, um, you know, it says something a lot. I feel like that helped mold me to the player that I, you know, ended up becoming, you know, coming from that background. Uh, Yeah, plus it was fun, man. You know, South Florida is a fun place to grow up.
0: In high school, you were teammates with Yadni Juice, now with the New England Patriots, and D'Angelo Fulford, who was draft eligible in 2020 after a record-setting career at Mount Union. Can you talk about playing football as a kid in South Florida and all the competition around you?
1: Oh, man, like I said before, you know, it starts young. When they start as young, uh, you're surrounded by top-tier talent, you know, from a young age, and it forces you to grow that competitive edge, you know, especially if you want to stand out amongst the crowd. Yanni was a great player. Um, I was a freshman when Yanni was playing varsity, uh, and from what I remember, he was a basketball player before he started playing, and uh, he turned out to be a pretty good old lineman. ended you know, up going to West Virginia, one of the guys, you know, that when I came in early, you know, one of the guys I looked up to, you know, seeing, you know, him get heavily recruited, going to, you know, a, a power five school is something that I was dropping to do. I wanted to be and I actually played with D'Angelo. Um, you know, that was my quarterback senior year, you know, he's a fiery guy. He loves to compete. Um, he has a good arm, a uh, good person off the field as well. And, uh, yeah, just all of us, I feel like we all have something in common, which is, like you said in the question, just that competitive that competitive side that, that I feel is unmatched.
0: Shamar, in high school, you ran track as well. What were all the different sports you played growing up? Uh,
1: so I started off early playing t-ball, actually. I played T-ball for a little bit, um, ended up moving from where I stayed uh, as a younger kid, ended up moving to Miramar around like five, six years old, uh, and ended up playing flag football at first. So I didn't play tackle until I was about nine years old. So I played about three years of flag football, moved up to tackle, um, ended up playing old line first. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so ended up playing tackle football, and then I ran a little bit of track in high school, but, you know, my my main sport was football, pretty much stuck with that. Played a little bit of baseball growing up, like two years of baseball around like 11, 12 years old, and uh, I was pretty good. I was a pitcher, and uh, I played pitcher and shortstop, and, uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much just baseball and football growing up, but then I pretty much stuck to football around the end of middle school. And, uh, yeah, and then gave track a go my senior year. Ran the 400, the open four, and the four-by-four. And, uh, yeah, had a little bit of success there. Went to districts and states. So, yeah, I could say it was a pretty pretty good experience
0: on my end. And then, Shamar, let's talk about the recruiting process. What was that like for you?
1: Uh, So, coming into my junior year, you know, uh, moving up to varsity, I moved up to varsity my junior year and uh, I sat behind two All-Americans, Jeffrey Hill and Tyree Cole at the time. Um, so, you know, my recruiting was pretty slow. Uh, it kind of built up after that season. I had a pretty good junior year. Um, that offseason, we were going to camps and did pretty good. And then boom, I tore my shoulder. I was getting looked at by a couple of big power five schools, uh, including University of Miami, a couple other ones. And, uh, you know. Couple group of five schools but I ended up tearing my shoulder and uh, lost the recruiting after that. Um, a lot of schools pulled back. Uh, funny thing is I only had two schools to choose from signing day uh, which is Bowling Green uh, located in Ohio and App State. I got recruited by Coach Punch from App State and uh, the week of signing signing the signing week I went up there to App and uh, just I just love the culture from the beginning. They love to the win that's something that I wanted to be around. Uh, I wanted to be around guys that I could compete with, you know, that 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 love to compete just as just as much as me. And it was a bunch of blue collar guys there at App State. And uh yeah, I mean at my recruiting, it wasn't it wasn't as big. I mean, I had a couple of schools and they ended up pulling back by the week of signing week. Um, so I only ended up having two two schools by signing day, actually. So yeah, I ended up going with App State and it and it worked out pretty well.
0: Shamar, Appalachian State is best known for its David vs. Goliath upset over Michigan, but the program has turned itself into one of the premier non Power 5 programs in the country. Can you tell me what it means for you to have played at App State?
1: Well, that means a lot. I learned a lot going there, coming from South Florida, being a South Florida dude, just growing up a certain type of way around a certain amount of a certain group of people, and then just going up there and experiencing that. And, you know, just taking it to football, I learned a lot, became a better football player, became a better defensive player overall, defensive back corner, was able to expand my football knowledge to a level that I never really thought I'd be able to get to. You know, it's something that I take a lot of pride in right now um, is that football intelligence and understanding the different aspects of the game and, and what goes into each game and other offenses and stuff like that. But just, yeah, just being around a bunch of blue-collar guys, including the players and coaches and the staff, you know, a lot of us, we were all under-recruited. None of us really had any big Power 5 schools. All underlooked pretty much our entire lives. And, uh, you know, when you get a bunch of guys like that together, it's it's bound to be something special. Um, My junior year, we were able to go and beat two Power 5 schools, first time in school history. Uh, We beat UNC in South Carolina. And that's something that, you know, that, that'll be in school history forever, to be that first team to ever do something like that. And uh, just just being around in, in the guys and creating that bond, that unforgettable bond, you know. When you come into college, you, you're around guys that you're forced to grow up with. You know, we're all away from home. Nobody's nobody's within their home vicinity. And, uh, yeah, you're just forced to grow up, coming in. Learn how to live on your own, and yeah. At the same time, going to school, having to excel in school and on the field, so it was just an experience that I'll never forget, and I'm forever grateful for App
0: State. Take me through your final season for the Mountaineers, Shamar. You finished nine and three with a bowl game victory over North Texas. Given all the obstacles with the pandemic, in your words, what was the season like?
1: uh you know. My first four years, because um, I was redshirted when I first came in, my first four years, including that redshirt year, you know, we, we won the championship. So, you know, our standards, we have a lot. We have very high standards around our building, from our coaches to our players. We expect nothing less than championships. But, you know, with every with all that being said, you know, I'm just grateful we were able to play as many games as we did, understanding that a lot of teams weren't able to have the experience like we have. You know, a lot of teams seasons got canceled players opted out i mean we had players that opted out as well but you know we were still able to finish a 12 season game i mean a 12 a 12 12 game season and uh i feel like you know god has blessed us to be in a position to go out there and play football and uh even though we didn't win a conference championship we were still able to go down there to myrtle and win a bowl game in the inaugural bowl so the first time ever we were able to be the first champions and uh another fun fact that i just learned this week you know i we scored the most points this, this bowl game season out of any team. So, you know, that's something to always look look up to. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this season, even though we didn't win the championship, I feel like it was a lot of good things that came out of this season. A lot of young guys got the exposure that they probably never thought that they were going to get as early. Um, a lot of us, you know, like I said, I was red-shirted. A lot of guys that came in my class were red-shirted. So these young guys that came in, they were able to play off real and uh, just – Getting that early taste of college football is something I feel like, you know, will be beneficial in the long run.
0: Shamar, you are a semifinalist for the Bednarik Award and Jim Thorpe Award, along with garnering all American honors. You were the first FBS All American for Appalachian State. When you look over those accomplishments, what does it all mean to you? Um
1: looking back at it now, um, uh, it's just, it's still, it's still surreal to me. Uh, like I said, I've been overlooked my my entire life. Uh, like I said, man, I played online. That was my first position. And uh, I just love playing football, you know. So on the app, you know, nobody goes in there thinking that they'll be mentioned, at least with the big time guys that go to Bama Clemson and stuff like that. But it just shows you, you know. Uh, if you work hard, anything is possible. I'm one of the guys that, that I don't say it, but I actually do it. You know, I work hard. I feel like every guy in the building could vouch for that. I consider myself the, the hardest worker on the team, um, on and off the field. Um, when I'm in the building, when I'm away from the building, I'm always thinking football. Um, I'm always thinking about things to get better. And uh, I really applied that this past off season and, uh, just to see a lot of these things, you know, that you think about manifest for itself is, is kind of surreal. Um, it's humbling as well, because, you know, it's such, a, it's such a great accomplishment on my end. But, you know, of course, this wouldn't be possible without the help of my teammates. Uh, my D-line makes it easy for me um, Our offense puts up so many points, you know, it allows us to just keep going out there and play with confidence. Our D.C. Coach Jones, our our Corners coach, Coach Rowe, he's probably the smartest coach I've ever been around in my entire life. Um, Him coming having that NFL background and, you know, just it's so many parts to to a lot of the things that I was able to, I guess, accomplish this offseason. And uh, I mean, this end of the season, And uh, you know, I think all of them, uh, because, again, without them, it wouldn't be possible. But, you know, that's just my message to any young dude. You know, if you work hard, anything is possible point blank period don't let anybody else tell you anything otherwise you work hard you stay humble stay out the way keep your head down and just grind and everything just let everything else manifest for itself
0: you recently competed in the tropical bowl which took place in the orlando area january 15th through the 17th can you recap the experience shamar and how you felt you performed
1: Ah, Tropical Bowl was real. It was a great experience. Um, going up there to Orlando. Um, I only say up there because I'm down here in South Florida, but going up there to Orlando, man, it was it was fun. Uh, just being, I met some good guys, you know. Uh, some other good def uh, defensive backs, some good receivers, just some good players overall. Just being around that level of talent, you know, where everybody's pretty much everybody's pretty much good you know it's an all-star game and just being having that experience to talk with scouts coaches it went pretty good uh, just allowing myself to, to be me around them and you know just build those connections uh, I felt like it was, it was real beneficial um, like I said before the level 10 was great uh, great receivers out there um, you know that I feel like I made them better they made me better this past weekend uh, I played pretty well um, was able to go out there and make some plays. Played um, different positions, you know. Just being able to showcase that uh, I could be versatile on the field, playing all the special teams, you know, playing nickel, dime, free safety, strong safety, corners. Um, I even played a little bit of receiver <laughs> this week, and uh, yeah, it went, it went, it went good. Man. I mean, it was a great experience. Uh, I felt like it was beneficial overall.
0: Shamar. Then can you share with us how you're preparing and training for the NFL and the draft which lie ahead?
1: Uh yeah, so I'm down here training right now um at Boomeritos uh and uh it's it's been going great, you know, it's a world it's a world-class uh facility. Um a lot of great guys have came through this facility, a lot of great defensive backs. Um Pete is a guru in my opinion. Um he he is absolutely, you know, intelligent when it comes to this you know 40 working agility working all this training you know you could tell and the guys that surround him with his support staff are just as smart as him you know we grind every day it's a very it's a very strict schedule but that's what i wanted That was something i was looking forward to something that could you know provide extra structure you know i'm a pretty i'm a pretty i'm a pretty consistent dude when it comes to you know working out and my diet, even before I came here, but, you know, he, he even took it to a different level with everything that he's providing um, a lot of recovery. The great recovery work is, you know, real beneficial for me. I feel my body changing already and uh, I feel the results I, I feel the results, you know, every day um, we grind hard. We start early mornings and we have, we end late afternoons, but you know, this type of training, like he said before, you know, it's not for everybody and a lot of guys, you know, they won't really want to do this type of training, but you know it's something that I embrace. It's something that I was looking forward to. It's something that I'm still excited to go to every single day. You know, just being, just experiencing this entire process. Um, yeah, and it's just been going real good so far. No complaints.
0: And then Shamar, final football-based question for you: What are your short-term and long-term football goals?
1: Um, my short term football goals, for one is to just get better today. Find a way to get better today somehow, some way. Um, and I take that approach every single day. That's my screensaver, my lock screen. I have a screenshot of a quote that says, Get better today because tomorrow's not promised. Um, so I just got to find a way to get better somehow, some way, uh, whether that's mentally, physically, just doing something to make myself. Feel to make myself feel as if though I did something, you know, something productive. Um, Long term, of course, you know, it's just to keep working and, uh, God willing, you know, find myself on somebody's roster and you know, work. Just put the work in. Um, and just allow a coaching staff. All it takes is one team, you know, to believe in you. And uh, yeah, just find myself on somebody's roster and just build that trust from that coaching staff to play early. Um, And, yeah, and to stay
0: healthy, as healthy as possible. Shamar, we've spent a pretty good amount of time getting to know you as a football player, but I got some questions away from the field. You ready to take those on?
1: Yes, sir. Let's do it.
0: All right. So we've talked about it. Shamar, you're from Florida, so I need you to educate everyone about the subs from Publix. Why are they the best, and what do you get? (laughs) You know, it's crazy.
1: I eat public subs every two days. So my schedule is so, my eating schedule is so precise and I tell everybody. So I go to school, App State is located in Boone, Boone, North Carolina. So it's up there in the mountains. And uh, They just built the publics maybe three years ago, two, three years ago. And uh, I told all my teammates when they uh, finally opened that the first thing, you don't buy groceries that's not the first thing you get from Publix. First thing you get is the Publix sub. Um, I love Publix subs. I tell everybody, you know, Publix is better than Subway, in my opinion. Uh, whether you get that chicken tender sub or I'm a basic dude, so I just I get the turkey subs. But you know, I put certain certain toppings on it. Um, but I love Publix subs. They so good to me. Um, yeah, they top two. They top. There, for sure
0: <laughs> what's the most adventurous thing you've ever done uh
1: the most adventurous thing i ever done so being up at app state like i just said you know it's up there in the mountains um i would say the most adventurous thing i've ever done i've never been hiking before i've got to app state so It was one day we went hiking, me and a group of teammates, friends, um, and we were basically like near a cliff, Uh, but it gave you the entire view of the whole mountain range, miles and miles, like the miles radius you're able to see from that view. And uh, that was the most scary slash adventurous thing that I've ever done. Mind you, I'm from the city, so I've never seen nothing like that. Like, even when I'm on airplanes, I usually just close the window because I don't like seeing it. I don't like seeing the, the 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 distance between us and the ground. So just going up there, we were in a little area called the Parkway. Um, and, yeah, we, we basically just hiked all the way up to a cliff slash, you know, uh, mountain view, and that was crazy. There was no gates near the cliff. The wind was blowing, and uh, I didn't get near the cliff. I just was, you know, in a good distance. But, you know, a couple of my teammates did that. You no, know, they, they they from near the area, so they're kind of used to doing stuff like that. But, you know, it, it's levels for me. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> if your life was turned into a TV show, which actors or actresses would play your family members? Uh, my life was turned into a, a TV show. Man,
1: I got to think my favorite TV show. Ooh, so I love Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Fresh Prince. So I would say all the characters from Fresh Prince, I'm kinda like I'm a mixture between Will and Carlton a little bit. Uh my sister is definitely like their sister in the show. Uncle Phil is definitely like my father. You know, he's not my dad is definitely not as big as him, you know, rest in peace his soul. But my dad is definitely not as, you know, large as him, but you know, they have similar personalities. My mom is definitely like Aunt Bill. <laughs> so I would definitely say like Fresh Prince and just, yeah, it's, it's one thing that I'll say about my family and there is how it compares. It's never, it's never a dull moment in our house. Um, there's always something going on. So, you know, I feel like that's the best comparison.
0: Who is the person that had the biggest impact on your life and why? Uh, I cannot just narrow it to one
1: person. So I will say for one my parents, uh, you know, they both they both have a great story of how they up came from their situations when they were young, around my age, and, uh, you know, it's just seeing what they overcome and what they're able to do for me and my siblings, and how they were able to raise us is definitely motivation for me. Um, it's, they're both two very hardworking people. My mom's real hardworking, you know, she grew up in the inner city, was able to, Able to work our way up and, you know, my dad, you know, originally from Haiti, coming to America, didn't really know anybody like that, barely knew English, you know, how to write in English, anything. But one thing he was, was definitely, he was definitely smart. Um, he knew how to handle his money, um, was able to find work. Uh, at one point, he was working two jobs. Now he's a truck driver now, and, uh, he's he's doing real good. And uh, just seeing how hard he works, his work ethic. Um, so, definitely my parents, but there's so many different people from, you know, my grandmothers, my uncles, my big brotherslash mentor that I have now, Travell Dixon, uh, is, you know, my trainer and Scotty uh, that I train with down here. There's so many people, you know, that impact me, um, so many people that motivate me and just keep me going. So, I just can't really narrow it down to one.
0: And then Shamar, what's something most people are shocked to learn about you?
1: Uh, I kind of ruined the surprise earlier, but you know, I, for one, you know, I played O-line growing up my entire life until ninth grade. (laughs) I was the smallest smallest guy on the team every year. But one thing, like I said before, uh, when I started playing football, I did not care. I just, I just wanted some shoulder pads in the helmet, and I just wanted to play. Uh, I went out there, man, and I just did my job every single day because I just love being at football practice. I love playing in the games. I love just playing football. I didn't even know the rules when I first started. My coaches had to explain to me every single day certain things that I could and couldn't do. I was playing O-line trying to tackle people. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, like – I just love playing football, so a lot of people don't know that. I played online all the way up to ninth grade, and, uh, yeah, I just had to learn how to transition because, you know, I couldn't play that in high school, you know, playing Wayne In. I came into high school around 135, so I couldn't couldn't, do that, Uh, so I had to learn how to play defensive back.
0: uh, It's just been history ever since. Ladies and gentlemen, That is Shamar Jean-Charles, former Appalachian State defensive back, coming off of a strong showing at the Tropical Bowl. Make sure to pay attention to him as we near the NFL draft, and he looks forward to possibly having his name called. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, that is Shamar Jean-Charles, and I am Craig Forrestal. Until next time, stay safe and be easy. Appreciate it. Hey, everybody, Craig Forstall. Thanks for tuning in and listening to another episode of That Sports Guy's podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy to catch all the latest updates and podcast episodes. Until next time, stay safe and be easy.